What are some of Germany's new climate measures? And when will the next generation of EV batteries hit the market? Welcome to the Climate Recap from the Becky Square Climate Corner, your go-to place for international and U.S.-based climate news. I'm Becky Hogue, a science writer. Today, it's Friday, July 15th. Let's jump right into the news you need to start your day. We've got another short episode this week. I think this has been my shortest news week so far. (laughs) Don't get used to it. But it's also mostly good news, so hopefully it'll bring you with a good mood into the weekend. But let's start with some extreme weather events, which are not good news. (laughs) As a heat wave continues to sit over large swaths of Europe, wildfires continue to pop up. We talked about over 100 fires burning in Portugal. Now 800 people in Portugal have been evacuated and temperatures there are still hitting 115 degrees Fahrenheit or 46.3 degrees Celsius in some parts. France and Spain are also battling fires now. Some campsites in France had to be precautionarily evacuated. In Asia, Turkey's battling a forest fire of its own, which keeps getting picked up by strong gusts of wind. Many parts of Asia are also going through a heat wave. People in southern China are dying of heat stroke as temperature hits 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius. The heat wave there is expected to continue through the weekend. Imagine if the temperature in the UK hit 40 degrees Celsius. Well, back to Europe, the UK Meteorology Office extended its amber extreme heat alert to next week as temperatures could get up to 104 degrees Fahrenheit, which would be considered a new record. Britain's first heat wave emergency declaration is being considered. Let's look at some climate victories. Germany released a new package of climate measures to drop emissions in its transportation and building sectors to move closer to carbon neutrality by 2045. The country had released a climate plan last year that had different targets to reduce these sector emissions, but it proceeded to blow through those sectors' emissions for that year. So Germany's stepping up. New measures involve boosting the installation of electric vehicle charging stations, expanding public transport, and building more bike lanes. It does not include a lower maximum speed limit, though, which is a great way to reduce emissions and fuel use. It does encourage and invest in digitization so more people can work from home. Meanwhile, it's mandating all new installed heating systems to be able to use at least 65% renewable energy by 2024. The government plans to renovate commercial and residential buildings to be more energy efficient, too. Over in the U.S., advanced EV batteries are soon moving from the research phase to the mass production phase. These batteries allow EVs to charge in minutes and travel hundreds of miles between charges for much lower cost than the batteries now. The factory operations are limited in scale, but in a few years, these batteries could make EVs be easily price comparable with gas-powered cars. One company leading the charge is QuantumScape, which is backed by Volkswagen, Bill Gates, and several other Silicon Valley bigwigs. Expects to have a factory up and running by 2024. Another is SES AI, which was developed out of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, and backed by General Motors, Hyundai, Hyundai, and the Chinese automaker Geely and SAIC, and the South Korean battery maker SK Innovation. It expects to begin mass producing its batteries by 2025. We'll have to see if all these companies produce products as good as they sound. And in the agriculture sector, electric tractors are beginning to be adopted in rural Oregon. 
Agricultural equipment is a $38 billion industry in the U.S. alone, and companies like SolarTrack and Monarch are trying to electrify the market, rolling out small tractors intended for use in vineyards and berry and hobby farms. It's tricky to get these farmers to switch away from their trusted brand names like John Deere. Also, electric tractors are still much more expensive. But the amount farms have to spend on tractor fuel might make a difference. A farm with 12 tractors can spend $2,000 to $3,000 on gas a day with the current gas prices. A recent study out of Oregon State University found that the amount of money spent on fuel a year could result in electric tractors being priced comparable with gas-powered models. It's just the cost is up front. Time for a climate fail. Copper supply is becoming the latest issue in the race to clean energy. It's needed for EVs, battery storage, renewable energy, and transmission and grid infrastructure. A new study by S&P Global found that copper demand is expected to double by 2025 under current mining and recycling trends. The company worries there's not enough copper available to use to make for the clean energy transition. This further emphasizes the need to formalize a recycling industry, better utilizing copper use, and maybe search for alternative metals. Let's finish with one more climate victory story. Illinois is turning 11 retired coal plants into solar and energy storage hubs. Six of the sites will have battery storage and solar, and five others will just have battery storage. The energy storage facilities will mainly be owned by the companies Vistra and NRG Energy. I see what you did there. (laughs) Property tax values are expected to double around those sites. The projects will increase job opportunities in the area, bolster the tax base, and of course generate clean energy. Specifically, they'll produce about 68 megawatts of solar, which is expected to power about 10,000 homes, and 9 megawatts of battery storage. And that was your short climate recap for Friday, July 15th. If you like the work I do, please follow this podcast, give it a five-star rating, leave a review, and consider checking out the Bikesphere Climate Corner YouTube channel. Remember to talk about the climate crisis every single day and support your local news organizations. Bye for now.